Both Machinima and Inside Gaming's channels have had every single one of their videos removed. If only we could talk to people who maybe had uh, content on those channels. We can on this week's episode of Dude Soup. Today's podcast is brought to you by Upstart, Hymns, and Squarespace, and we will hear for them from hear from them in a little bit. But I'm Alana. I'm hosting today because we started rotating hosts around, which uh-huh. happened recently. Yeah. Joined by Lawrence, Hello. Adam, and Bruce. Hello. Mm. Hi, everyone. Do you think people will figure out the order why it's switching hosts the way it is? Let's make it a challenge. Okay, they will. He can fi- yeah. he figure, figure it out. It out. Oh, they've already been thrown off though. Uh, Maybe. That's true. They have. Yeah. <laughs> We're already out of our own order. It's whatever. I'll let you know in <laughs> six weeks. When the mystery thickens. Maybe. You're giving them all the information. Nah. Mr. Mr. Audience, we gave you the clues. I guess it mostly comes down to who can do it. but Pretty yeah. much. Pretty much. Yeah. We'll That's but fine. today we we're going to talk about, because there's a big uh, thread on the subreddit about it, about all the videos being taken down off Machinima's channel and Inside mm. Gaming. Talk about some Oscar nominations. And then I had a really cool science thing that I wanted to share with you guys because I think it's really cool. Science. We're we talking science about it. If you good. jack off onto something, does it count as having sex with yes, it? Yes, that's, that's what science. it is. Scientists have been looking into this for months. You guys are answering yes to that? I still I'm going to say no. no. I'm, I'm saying I'm, yes. I'm abstaining. If the answer is yes, then I have a whole lot of apologies to issue out to inanimate <laughs> objects. Anyways, <laughs> we should talk about the machinima thing first. Well, sure. fine. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you don't want to talk about jacking off onto objects first? It was an accident. Good progress. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm going to read a story from The Verge to make this as objective as possible because we are owned by the same company. So talking about this is a little bit sticky. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically I'm just reading what The Verge said, not giving you any of my own input. Just real quick. Not mm-hmm. owned by the same company as The Verge. Or no, we are, no, no. Uh, Machinima. Machinima, Machinima and Rooster, Rooster Teeth. Teeth are owned by the same company. Yes. You spider up the corporate AT&T. web. I just wanted to make sure we're not the same company as Verge because that we could be a possibility We are not the same company the as time. Verge. <laughs> we think... <laughs> They're Vox, <laughs> not entirely sure. Vox Media? Right? Uh, as far as I know, yeah, no. Like Follow Vox. the Whatever. tendrils. Distracting. Uh, so nearly every video on Machinima's YouTube channel has seemingly been deleted following its sale to full screen media earlier last week. The channel currently has 18 videos listed, although most of those don't actually play. Those are videos from Machinima, official Machinima productions, not independent uploads from creators who worked on the company's multi-channel network uh, known as Machinima Creators. Uh, a report filed from Tube Filter stated that Fullscreen's acquisition will result in the layoff of Machinima employees, with some joining other units within Water Media and Otter, though it is unclear how many staffies or staffers work. Uh, these cuts will ultimately impact. A representative for Otter Media told The Verge that they are focused on creating new content with Machinima team, which will be distributed on new channels to be announced in the coming months. And uh, this is a little bit weird for people who are under the Machinima Creators banner. Some people have had trouble finding out where they stand now. Um, had a little trouble getting responses to emails. It's all kind of rough, and people are, I think, rightfully upset about their content being deleted. Um, I know that there have been tweets of just people dis- disappointed that stuff that they worked on is, is now not there, which obviously happened to no. all of you. And just the manner that it happened, the, the lack of warning, communication, or explanation is always uh, a bummer <laughs> when nothing is explained or forewarned in any it's, way. It's interesting, though, because for me, uh, we were talking about this earlier, and I 100% expect it to be that way. <laughs> I never, ever expect yeah. that they're going to, like, someone's going to, like, and that's the thing that it's it's weird to communicate because I have a lot of creator friends that were on the Machinima Network, and I saw a lot of them tweeting, and, like, they even, we were talking about it through text, and uh, and they're like, I can't believe they would do this, blah, 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 and obviously I sympathize. I totally do because some of that is my content. But at the same time, I was kind of like, yeah, they just can do that whenever they want. Um, and that's yeah. the way I sort of envision everything on the Internet uh, at some point, when we, with, with our Steam games, those are going to get yanked. We're not going to have Steam games anymore. And we're going to spend thousands of dollars on Steam games. Mm-hmm. And those are going to be gone. Uh, yeah. Same with Netflix, same with Hulu, same with all that stuff. Similar situation with G4. Um, mm. I was in a few skits and bits that were, thankfully, they actually cut out and put them on the G4 website. Um, I don't know where those are. <laughs> yeah, those are gone. I mean, I, how does that yeah. stuff feel to you guys? Because some of my earliest videos are up because I was hosting for just this indie company and I wish those videos were not there because <laughs> they're just bad. It's yeah. not, it's mostly embarrassing and they're there and I can't do anything about it. I'm like, what if those went away? That'd be cool. <laughs> nope. They will eventually. I hope so. Or maybe. actually, you know what? Maybe with your luck. They probably won't. Yeah. They're probably going to stay there. That's an interesting, I, I kind of made my piece a long time ago with the fact that the con- the kind of content production I'm in is, is uh, recurring and disposable. So it, while I still invest a lot of effort into it, I don't, I'm not under any illusions that people are going to be watching this a month from now, much less years from now. So 
I guess there is there is some emotional impact that you put all this work and time into something that's now gone. But I did that knowing that when I made that thing, I was I was getting paid to produce it for a company that they and yeah. they then own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like if, if I was a carpenter and made chairs, I wouldn't like be really busted up if somebody decided to burn their chair. Hmm. Like, well, I sold it to you. That was our exchange. It's your chair now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And while I put my heart and soul into it or whatever, when I did it, I'm now working on other stuff. So that's true. I yeah. sometimes get people like tweet at me because IGN did a live event and they still use my voice for all their ad reads. So it's still me reading the ad. Oh, and they're they like, own that though. Huh? They of course they do. Yeah. Yeah. They 100% do. People would be like, did you know that they're using that? And I'm like, that they've made that content. Mm-hmm. That's they they own it. Like there's, yeah. I have no problem with it and there's nothing I can do about it even if I did have a problem it's with like it. It's like me wearing Razor headphones showing up on people's random feeds. And that's I'm like, right. cool. It's like, you don't get paid for that. Yeah, sign the Every, contract. That's it. I did a Razor ad sometime last year maybe. I forget what it was. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was sort of sold to me as like, oh, it's, a, it's like a small thing that we're doing. And then like ended up being like on an ESPN commercial. It's like that was a lot bigger than I thought it was uh. going to be. Like, holy crap. But it was like, that's it. That's like, there it is. It's done. And then people like still to this day, people are like, hey, I saw you blah, blah, on this ad. I'm like, cool. Like, yeah. it's, I think there the, it is. The yeah. thing that probably I think everybody's discovered at one point or another, if they have a job is the stuff they do for that job lives there. So if they establish a process at that job or if they establish an IP and an intellectual property at that job, that's the that's the companies at that mm-hmm. point, um, and that that stays there. So if you move on, ideally, my only saving grace for all that stuff, if, like the machine content's gone or inside gaming's gone, for me has always been hopefully the legacy's still there. So I ideally people know, oh yeah, Bruce related to inside gaming and machinima. Hopefully that's the thing that they'll remember. If this were 20, 30 years from now, they wouldn't, right? And then I'd be a little hard pressed to find a job or like doing something like that that was related to inside, inside gaming and machinima. But right now. Maybe the legacy will carry over mm-hmm. if since I did it long enough there, like you were at IGN, everybody kind of knows you. Oh, yeah, Alana from IGN. They, they, you have that legacy now um, because you were there for three years. Yeah. Two, three years. Um, hopefully that will carry over uh, into our next our next lives. <laughs> um, You're thinking about it professionally, which I think is interesting. It's or like, spiritually. Yeah. Well, sort of, I guess. I am thinking about it professionally, but go ahead. Yeah, I know so, you're there. There's well, a huge angle here. Yeah, like kind is of there a like Buddhist a weird... Angle sense of nostalgia that the sure yes. maybe you didn't look back at those videos but you had the option to Correct. and now you can't is that weird it is weird i think i think it's strange uh from an audience perspective um but i've experienced this many times over with television and movies and things like that where i was man i loved mystery science theater 3000 and there was a period of time where you couldn't watch the show like it wasn't on dvd it wasn't on the internet it wasn't anywhere else and I love that show. Mm. And I had amazing memories. And if I ever thought about, I was like, you know, I really like to, oh, I can't. You know, yeah. like it was just like, just couldn't. Yeah. Um, Even to this day, because it is on Netflix and they showed on Pluto TV and other things, there's certain episodes you can't watch because they can't get the license right. for mm. the movies because of the way that content was made. And that is a, that was sort of a wake up call for me, like a reality of, oh God, like, media is a lot more complicated than I thought it was. And seeing that happen to one of my favorite shows, Mr. Science Theater, it's like, that's heartbreaking. That's happening with video games too. Mm-hmm. GTA, Vice City. Oh yeah. They had to yeah. renew their license with Michael Jackson, I believe, for one of their songs. He's dead. His estate's still going, so they're still trying to get money off of him. So they have to take that song out of the game when, mm-hmm. they re- when they, they're still selling it digitally. Didn't matter when it was pressed on a disc and sent out, but because of the ever-changing medium, there's like there's new weird rules and stuff so it's like hmm. that's always kind of a punch you know kind of a it is punch the gut no, it totally bit. is yeah it's, it's understandable i think that a whole generation grew up with online media and i think part of the promise of that is given that it's so accessible is that it will be accessible forever yeah and this is a good reminder that that's not true either the business realities that affected every other medium leading till now are still in effect right now which means that yeah tr- uh, licenses are hard to transfer it makes things hard to find sometimes especially when things change hands, uh, it gets messy. And mm-hmm. I think this is just a, a sign of that. It's just weird that you could have a video that you're really proud of that you'd like show people, but then you just can't after a certain point. It is. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's not It's not like it's the worst thing in the world. Like people didn't have records of everything they did, you know, prior to a decade well, ago. The thing, it's the, you're, you're right. It's a totally valid point. The thing that we used to do at G4 when we were leaving G4 oh, was yeah. we would just go through the, the vault, the media vault, and like Data. basically rip Data our Maxis. stuff out yeah. and mm. put it on and burn it to a disc. Which is probably illegal. And I mean, like, I don't know that it is. It was one of those things where I was like, for personal use, for personal use. Yeah. So that there was actually an entire department that you would request those because yeah. we'd, you'd have guests on Attack of the Show all the time. This was part of my job. Mm-hmm. Was you'd put in a uh, media re- was it media request? I forget what it was called. Basically, something like that. But basically, 
They have every episode backed up on a Betamax somewhere. Yes, they still use Betamax. Giant It tapes. doesn't degrade. That's exactly. My understanding. That's why they use it. Um, and you put in a request, and then they find the tape. They, they find the time code. They find the part uh, when the person was on, and then they burn it to a disc, and you mail that off to someone. They sign an agreement saying you will not sell this, right. and you will not use it to make mm-hmm. any money. And they go, okay, cool deal. So not exactly illegal, um, but giant gray area, but yeah. so many people do that where they just wanted a copy of a thing they were in or made. But so. to your, your point professionally, like that was the reason we got it is because professionally, if I wanted to make a reel of the stuff that I'd done at G4, mm. I had to have it. And I knew if I, once I left G4, I was never getting it back there. Mm. Like I knew it wasn't going to live on the internet. I knew it wasn't going to be anywhere else. So it's like, I just had to have a hard copy of it. That's kind of strange though for this because I didn't have a hard copy of those videos. Yeah. Mm. There was never a hard copy. There was never a hard copy. Right. So like, so now it's like, Okay, well, hopefully, you know, at some point I can find that somewhere through uh, whatever, you know, like I don't know, if, I don't, it's even going to exist anymore, and it may not. Um, I and hopefully the, my legacy will carry over <laughs> enough to be like, oh, remember the inside gaming thing? You no, know. go away. All right, well then they don't remember. Oh well, get out of my <laughs> coffee it's shop. It's a weird thing to put on a resume for a company that had never heard of it. You'd be like, I swear this existed at some point. Yeah, the work was there at some point. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like not now. Yeah, I I don't. I think I think Machinima uh, was a big enough company to where I think people know what it was and what it did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think twelve million subscribers. It's it's so weird looking at the channel and being like twelve million subs mm-hmm. and no content. It's it, it really is, strange. It is super strange. Had it's, a pretty sweet Avatar trailer on there. That had a lot of millions of views. Well, that's the thing that I've I've heard from like a friend of mine. I guess reviewed Skyrim and it had a few million views. And he was like, "It's weird that that's gone now." And we're hmm. like. I get why you feel that that's weird. There, it is yeah. really strange. There was a time. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm waxing poetic because I was there. There was nine, once a time. I was there for nine years. Um, I There are so many random one-off videos that I made that I like. I forgot I made that. Mm. Like I did a, I think one of the most viewed videos on the channel was called In the Game. It was like a preview show that lived and died within, I don't know, 10 episodes. And I did a Spider-Man uh, Web of Shadows video. And it got like six million views. Oh, that's great. And I'm like, cool. That's what I'll be remembered for. <laughs> Spider-Man content does really well on YouTube. It's really <laughs> But it was, it was. I think IGN's most viewed video is still a Spider-Man video. I was cool. I was there when it was like, it was just such a shotgun approach of, I mean, Lawrence, you saw that too. Mm. Bruce, you saw it too. Where it's just like, mm-hmm. there was like absolute frustration when we worked there in those times when it was like, it's it's a it's a crapshoot, man. You could upload a video, it's gonna get five hundred thousand views, or it's gonna get ten thousand views. Mm-hmm. No one knows. And like honestly, that's what IGN looks like right now. Uh, look at that! Look at that! One hundred and seventy-three million, million views. views. Oh, the first ten minutes of Amazing Spider-Man. It's insane. Too. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. I just. But no, IGN was like that even when I was there because they upload so much yep. that sometimes you'd be like three hundred thousand, a million, two. Like you're yeah. like, okay. <laughs> it yeah, and you just like you would hope that whatever video you made would cut through the noise. Yeah. And that's like when Bruce and I were doing stuff on the Inside Gaming channel, I was like, oh, finally. Mm-hmm. Like, we can control our destiny and we can, we can well, figure out. Because you're not out. competing with everyone else you work with. Exactly. A approach to that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Forges you like iron. It does. That's what it's, people want to so say. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, it it, was, it, it does. Was, it was a strange job. I'm also just eternally grateful that we're, you know, I like our channel now. I really like Funhouse. I like what we're making. It's yeah. like, this is what I would be doing if I didn't work at Machinima. <laughs> well, this is also hey. a, a warning about Funhouse, too. Like, Funhouse is not going to live forever, probably. Yeah. It probably won't be around, like, <clears throat> in 10 years when you're, you know, like, because I'm going to be super nostalgic for it, too. Mm-hmm. It may not be there anymore. Mm. Um, that just may not be a thing that you are able to find. It's weird to think about. Yeah. Mm. I mean, but but that's, that's, that's life, man. It's true of everything. Yeah. yeah, it's true of everything. Things things start, yeah. things end. Dust to dust. I, yeah, I kind of, I don't know, I, I, maybe... I'm used to this with old media, but like, like ra- morning radio. There's some really good morning radio shows, and like, if someone wasn't recording it, that bit is gone. Yeah. If yeah. Mark and Brian did a thing or Kevin and Bean did a thing, it's like, if someone didn't, didn't record either, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't back it up. I think they do now as like podcasts, but even then, it's like that's how I was always kind of used to it. So I'm I'm grateful when people do like fan backups and stuff like that. And I think like a, a, a system like archive.org is really important yeah. for yeah. Uh, just cataloging human history. For so sure. yeah. for, you know, when the aliens take over. Uh. <laughs> One thing you guys did point out is uh, if, if G4 is backed up on Betamax tapes in somebody's basement somewhere, I mean, Machinima is a channel probably backed up somewhere well, I mean, on a somebody has, well some kid has it <laughs> i'm serious I'm no serious. you're right like, some kid yeah. has well, a file i mean know? i mean People even through collectors. official channels it's a lot easier i think to migrate a hard drive or do something with that content mm-hmm. when 
when that, you know, when the pasture is cleared for that to happen. So uh, I think it's a lot easier to entertain ideas about that content living somewhere else or coming back in some way mm -hmm. than it would have been. Like GeForce content, who knows, man? It's on, it's locked, locked away. And oh no, that's, that's gone for. I mean, that's gone forever. That, that's yeah. that's owned by. Oh yeah, you're right. It's just they, buried now. You know, did they burn the tapes? I mean, I don't I don't know that. Yeah. Like buried them in the desert. It's definitely in a oh. vault somewhere even deeper now <laughs> that no one can touch. Mm -hmm. It's always uh, we talked about this. It's uh, Transylvania. Yeah, there's like oh, a salt yeah. mine where they threw ET in the. No, no, that was the California <laughs> desert. Fuck, it was uh, some movie they restored because they found a film copy Wait, in the Transylvania uh, Miami salt Connection? mines. No. Oh, no, no, no. I know what you're, yeah. Yeah, they found the original film because oh. they keep it in these salt mines because it's apparently it's really dry or something and it, like, oh. it won't ruin the film and like, I forgot which movie it was. I think it was maybe that Orson Welles movie, but hmm. either way, fascinating stuff. So we buy a ticket. Mm -hmm. Go to Transylvania. We get those Betamaxes. <laughs> Got it. We find that find skit where fall. Bruce dressed up as a woman, and it's great. <laughs> but to Lawrence's point, it's yeah. going to be, I mean, like, there is a possibility for this to live somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I think that's sort of the magic of the internet, uh, is that, again, if you think it's gone forever, there's a good possibility it is, but some kids probably got it, too. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know where this is going to go. Um, I, I don't know where it's going to drop. Uh, and that's kind of why, like, I tweeted that on Friday. I was like... I. I think they're like this might be something that lives on. Uh, I don't know that it's going to be gone for good. Yeah. So, but the internet's very reactionary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everybody yeah. gets really upset really fast. Well, it's it's. I I, I think I, I understand the reaction given the lack of warning. Um, and and I also understand the lack of warning to a degree. There, are, the these situations are more complicated than I think anyone will ever know. Oh, public yeah. eye. They always are. Uh, it 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 does just seem like some. Somebody was just like, make it go away. <laughs> Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to make people angry for no reason. So there was a reason. It's just we don't know what it was. Mm. Uh, the good news is, is that, you know, since we're part of the same family now, we're talking about it. We're trying to figure yeah. out what we can do going forward. Looking mm. at options and things that we can do with all Machinima shows that people really loved. Yep. Yeah. I think we're at the kids table of the kids table. When it, it's the big, <laughs> the big empire. Yeah. So like we are a tiny, like it is that sort of thing where if you got a problem with your Disney channel subscription, you don't go and yell at the guy running space mountain. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, it's a giant company. And like, I know people want answers from us and it's like, I, I can't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, maybe in due time. Yeah. We are allowed to say, I have an approved quote. Ooh, announcement. World Almost premiere. an announcement. Almost, but not quite is we're working on some stuff that'll make you Guys that have followed us from Machinima really nostalgic. Oh, that's okay. really nice. Omar, do the I hot didn't take work at Machinima, but oh, hot take. Hot take. <laughs> Omar, there we go. It takes a while to run. <laughs> there you go, Kotaku. Embed that into your, <laughs> <I know. laughs> your new story. Before I do uh, an ad read, I wanted to ask you guys: Machinima has 12 million subscribers. The channel was started in 2006. How many of those people do you think are dead? Twelve I've million. Thought, I've, you know, I've thought a lot about this mm -hmm. actually. Um, I'm going to say one million. You think a million of those people? One out of twelve subscribers. I think, I think are one dead? out of twelve <laughs> subscribers are dead. That doesn't seem to match with actuarial data. It doesn't. Yeah. But I like to think about it. <laughs> okay. And the reason is why would you like I to think, think about people that subscribe to Machinima? Live really extreme <laughs> lives. Oh yes, they're like that surfboard dude that's on the side of the building. Either that or fifty percent of those are car accidents. Well, I was gonna say car accidents. <laughs> they're, watching they're on videos. drugs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're doing all sorts of crazy so fun cool. shit. Yeah, they're super super cool. cool. Yeah, we had the cool side. What's the most common cause of death? Uh, I think was it Hardest. surfing while watching videos on your iPhone? <laughs> surfing while watching machine videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's heart disease. Skyboarding. Uh, it's heart uh. disease. Oh, car accidents probably second. So right? a couple of those people probably had heart disease. Couple. Mm -hmm. They were like twelve. Yeah. Mm. Not all of but them. Not anymore. Cancer is a big one. How many of them were bungee jumping champions? Ten. Right, that, well, okay, but they're wait, all dead. The odds are in your favor. You probably got I'm like sure. a few professional athletes. Can you in do there. without dying? You win. <laughs> uh, maybe. I mean, maybe if you die, you win. Oh, yeah, such a good question. I. I will have always wanted to audit our subscribers to how find out dead? how many are dead. How would you do that? I, I don't know. There's no way. Yeah. How many like how, this video if you're not? How dead? many are in jail? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, like certain life sentences. We can I just mean, do some IP scraping and figure that. Supposedly out. annually, six hundred thousand people die of heart disease. But how many so of them subscribe Bruce to Machinima? And that's only in America. <laughs> Bruce thinks that more 
more people that die to heart disease annually. Have, Over the course of 2006 to yeah. 2019. <laughs> like how you didn't guess the years. You were like, these yeah. dates, Whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, thir 13 years. That's a, <laughs> that's a long that's time. A chunk of change. Yeah. And if they all had heart disease, I'd easily be within yeah. that range. Also, how many miscarriages were there? You're right. That counts. That counts Does that death. count? Does Baby it comes count? down. Can you hit subscribe real quick? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a machinima marketing strategy. Yeah. <laughs> The once, cancer is 590,000. Once, once again, dear dear Polygon journalists and Kotaku oh writers boy. and Destructive, I'm sorry. They're doing their jobs. I know, but you wouldn't have watched us otherwise. And now you're like, who are these guys and why do people find them entertaining? Hey, like, come on. We were on people Machinima, don't. We were on Machinima and Inside Gaming. That's why they find us entertaining. That, I mean, we made content. I was kind of hoping somebody would like dry hunt me for a comment. No one did. No, they don't give a <laughs> fuck about you. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? Nobody cares. They didn't ask Adam. They would have asked Adam. If they would have asked Adam. They, they wouldn't ask you, Lawrence. Uh, God. That once they, they some some guy's got a big old cork board and he's putting the dots and it's basically Skyrim with guns and guy with beard. <laughs> and like, like, oh which one is it? <laughs> it's all coming together. Oh, that's wonderful. That's also, wonderful. Also, uh, on totally another note, mm -hmm. kind of. Have you ever walked into a restaurant and thought to yourself, how many of these people are virgins? No, mm, I've tell. done that a lot. I've been I, like, and I start then I start analyzing people and being like, like Sherlock Holmesing them. I have I a lot of fun the going into a restaurant and guessing who's on a date and how it's going. Oh, oh that's easy to do. Yeah, yeah, being yeah, like, oh, she's easier. more into him than he is. Yeah. I guess I'm more interested if someone masturbated that day and did they wash their hands. <gasps> that's a really good question. In no. the restaurant, less. I mean, the answers always no. I mean, it's more. It's it's more likely. I mean, dudes, dudes will blast out of a stall after taking a hefty dump and just blaze right out the door without washing their hands. I'd be more worried about that than a little cum. I always wash my hands. I saw someone, at, I saw someone yeah, at E3 do sure. that. I forget their name, but oh. it was a known person, and James was like, just a heads up. They don't wash their hands after they shit. Mm. And we're like, That's so gross. noted. Do not shake that person's and they, hand. And they probably shook 100 hands that day. I want to follow that person around, and you you only get one, but I want to like slip into casual conversation and be like, hey, by the way, this guy's got a dick hands. You know that, right? <laughs> Also, Dick you know what? Hands. You know what? You guys remember the that guy in the stall? He may not have been shitting. He may have just been doing coke. You don't have to wash your hands after doing coke, not right? Not at all. You don't want to because you're going to grow. Yeah, you don't exactly. need the gums. Not at all. Yeah. So then, they, so that's fine. Oh, Sorry. Totally so then, that's fine. Sorry, do your job. <laughs> Let me get to uh, <laughs> credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, Upstart sponsored the podcast today. Upstart is a company that lets you apply for loans. Uh, in a way that's a lot like applying for a job that you don't get an interview for. But instead, loan companies make their decisions based off your credit score and history without getting to know the whole you. Now, thanks to Upstart.com, it never has to be that way again. Upstart is revolutionizing the way you borrow money by rewarding you for your job experience and education in the form of a smarter interest rate, which would have been super handy for me when I moved to the U.S. I didn't have credit history, so I basically just couldn't rent. Mm -hmm. They're like, you don't have any credit history. Upstart is because they don't do credit in a traditional way is, is helpful for people like me, probably helpful for students as well. Uh, they're basically not biased against people with a short credit history and instead go beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness. They believe you're more than just your credit score and they make it fast, simple, and easy to check your credit rate in less than two minutes without affecting your credit score, which is the thing that I guess happens in the U.S. I don't really... It does. Yeah, mm -hmm. you, you can ha hurt your credit by checking your credit If you rating. check it excessively, yep. it implies mm. that you're nervous about it, mm. which makes it worse. So apparently, they, it will not affect your score. Um, and mm. once your loan is approved, if you're applying for a loan, the funds will be transferred to you the very next business day. So you can get those loans real quick. Uh, people use Upstart to pay off credit cards, student loans fund a wedding or make a large purchase. Maybe you want a new TV or something. I don't know. So Just hurry. Pff, what you want? I'm more of a five TVs? TV guy. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen your house. I want a half not dome. We'll, we'll get into it later. Yeah. Uh, so so hurry to upstart.com slash dude to find out how low your upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes two minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash dude. Thank you for sponsoring this podcast. Upstart. Thanks, um, since we were just talking about weird shit that we think about regularly uh, in relation to masturbation. One thing that I always think about is how many men would it take to make uh, an Ouroboros of gay sex? I've thought about that how a many, lot. Oh. How many men do you think you need to have in a circle? Mm -hmm. all, well, all of them have to be penetrating It's all other. angle of bend. Sure. If they're all standing, right? You, you can do it however that you want. That video probably exists, so you can just count. I've seen the that's I've seen the lesbian Adam. triangle where they're like yeah, all yeah. each other out. Well, that's, that's easy, cool. though. But yeah, there's no penetration To make a chain... You mean just a circle of men? Yeah. They I have think, to be penetrating. I think seven. it would be easy as seven? Seven. Oh, minimum? You, you want the minimum number. Yeah. Hmm. I think seven. Because, <laughs> because no. I think you can't bend so that four, much. I mean, it's geometry, right? Four is 90 degrees. 
and even that's a little you, too much. You've also got an issue Five, of six. like dicks being slightly higher than butts. That's what I mean. Like everyone, so, you've got to allow for flex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's going to be seven. To me, this goes back to the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> equals question mark, question mark, question mark, seven. Uh, I may know more than you think. So yeah. here's here's the problem with that, Alana. Uh, well, you, you, can, you can lock it up like a Chinese finger trap, but uh, I thought a lot about Portal and, and mm-hmm. whether or not you could fuck your own butt in Portal. Can't. The answer is you can't unless the walls move. Because whenever you go into that butt, you're going away. Right. So it's always mm-hmm. chasing you. It's like you a just great have to be torture. really close together in Portal, right? Mm, even still, like I don't. Well, once you the thrust, motion, yeah, your butt moves. moves. You're right. So it's a uh, sorry. It's very, rather <laughs> Sisyphean. So if if there's seven dudes all locked up, you'd sure. have to like yeah. get that without them going. So it's like like a snake's <laughs> belly crawling. Of dudes like, because mm-hmm. otherwise guys would fall out. I'm not saying that they need to fuck dick. each other. They just need to be inserted into one another. Okay. So they, it doesn't have to. They just have to each be inserted. I but think they don't a have 90 degree move. bend might work if you just need a tip inside. You get it because the dick curves. You know. You can so, make. Ah, uh, that's a lot of curve. Well, you could also pick the. We're trying the, to break new ground. You here, could Bruce. pick the angle. break something based on how curvy the dick is. So like, if someone <laughs> has a dick that. Oh, curves, if they got a cricket dick. Yeah, you could wow. like. Wow. Are you saying that there's like an Olympic team that could do it in like three dudes well, when everyone else can? Yeah, you can have the same height for yeah. them. Yeah. So only the tip though, not fully penetrated. They should no, all. They should, should be all the way in. Yeah. Why? Extra points. Yeah. Well, we're gonna need a ruler. Then you need more than seven. Nah, seven will do it. Don't think will do it. It won't be comfortable. We'll get it done. You give me $100,000 and a, I don't know, a couple of Kleenex and we'll make this work. I want to know why seven. I was just thinking about it. Bruce's lucky number. Also, he did it one time. I think that's God's number, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's in all the Halo games. It probably is a YouTube video, but I I feel like it might even be easier when you're laying down because then you don't have to worry about height differences. Everyone can sort of adjust. When I think of a top-down angle... Uh-huh. I like the idea of a bunch of dudes laying on their sides, each yeah. of whom is penetrating the next, so it makes a nice yeah. little sunflower oh, pattern. That'd be nice. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I always had more innocent thoughts of like, I wonder how many leaves are on that tree, and I wonder if it was someone's job to count all those leaves, how long it would take them. You're oh, autistic. Sweet it's baby God, Adam Covey. Or God above. That's what autism is. But then, yeah, Alana is like, how many dudes does it take to fuck each other to make a circle? That's I think about stuff, it a lot. That's the kind of stuff I think. Cool. I also often am like, how many people have an erection? I think At about that too. Time. I think about that. And I, yeah. yeah, I think about how many women are, are wet. Mm. And I go, two. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, I walk on. <laughs> I watched, I watched, um, I'm, I'm on the second season of Patriot. You guys got to start watching you. Sorry to it is no, really no. good. When you're talking about women being wet. There's a show Omar pitched me on, pitched me on. He told us about Patriot. 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 He's always talking about I'm on season two. It. There was a moment which I, I turned to Jess and I was like, that was the greatest use of penis I've ever seen in a show. Mm-hmm. There's this great part where they introduce these like French police officers and they're all big talk. And they're like, like, fuck, we're the best cops out there. We're going to do it. And they're like, they're all kind of like, like neck beardy, a little kind of like sad, but they're always, always talking about like how, how many women they fucked and sort of like one guy's like, I never get up for women on a subway because I'm more important because I'm a police officer. But there's a scene where they're all talking and they're at the urinal and they all have nub penises <laughs> and they're all peeing. And they're all like, huh. they're like, yeah, I had so many women last night. <laughs> it's like, it's all close-ups of the smallest dick you've ever seen uh, on three guys. And it's just like, it goes on for about four minutes. Now I like, know why Omar likes that show. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was all about those micro penises. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> to be fair, he was plugging it before season two. Yeah. But uh, after, his volume went way, way up. So. <laughs> There's a subreddit that is just screenshots of people who are clearly lying about how much sex that they have. Oh, it's oh very I, was it I had sex? Or that really happened, or something I, like that. It's, that happened. It, stuff yeah, that did, yeah, stuff yeah that it's happen. it's very good. Um, but speaking <laughs> of good programming, I wanted to talk about the Oscars. Oh yeah, okay. nominations came out. Good programming. Which one are the Oscars again? Movies. Those are the movies. The Oscars. Yeah, Those are films. Come on, that's the big, the biggest award show. The biggest. They were going to have a category. What's it? What was it called? Like fan favorite or something, and then they got rid of it. Yeah, oh, yeah, because oh, they were trying yeah. to clear out room for uh, Black Panther, Black Panther. Yeah. which is actually... They're not nominated, right? Bruce, nominated the last the movie I picture. watched was Hurricane Heist on 4K UHD Blu-ray. How was it? Not great. Okay. <laughs> I watched Bandersnatch, finally. Oh, yeah. Well, you you experienced Bandersnatch. Was it good? And Bird Box. What was your rating? What's What review did you get? What? Bandersnatch. At the end, the dude reviews your game. Oh. How many stars? I, I mean, I played through it a lot. So, well, what's the best rating you got? <laughs> I don't <laughs> fucking. Why are you so to competitive? He's trying, he's trying to measure. Because Stephanie threw the controller at me and said, "Get me five stars." So I did. <laughs> I don't think I got five stars. <laughs> I haven't experienced this thing. No, yet. you didn't. I don't know. Triple X was. Anyways, on was TV. it good? Was Bandersnatch <laughs> good? I'm unsure. It's, it's a good right. question. That's about it right. does some interesting yeah. shit. It's I good. haven't seen it yet. Bird Box is good. Oh, I haven't seen Bird Box. Mm. I've heard people bagging on. I hated it. I couldn't. You hated it. The only reason I did you see Quiet Place. Yeah, like I thought, a quiet place did it. Did it it better. absolutely oh, does do it. Okay. Better. But oh, I'm guessing you, I heard about this. You never see the monster or whatever you it know. is. 
No. I mean, you, as you probably shouldn't. I heard they didn't show it because it was so stupid looking. So. Yeah. Well, it Quiet Place yeah. was able to survive that, but only barely. Barely. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to get rattled off that that when they started showing CGI monsters. Even Quiet like, yeah, Quiet Place, okay. I was like, this might as well just be a Cloverfield movie at this yeah, point. Just like, like an offhand claw or something. Yeah, like, that movie probably wouldn't better. It just made me think of the mimics show. in uh, Prey. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. God, okay. that fucked me up playing that game and not knowing if an object was a mimic. It was super off track, but Anyways. or if one was, every and time. you had the ability where you're like, I and know you that, know. and you shoot a cup. Yeah. Anyone so looking? Shit. That, that, there's an ability later where you can like <laughs> zoom in and it'll you'll tell you if it's a mimic or not. And like it's just from someone watching from afar. It's this guy going, "Fuck you!" <laughs> there is a highlight reel of me just screaming at objects moving. See, that's a thing that won't exist on the internet at some point. I need to download that. By the way, Bird Box very polarizing. I'm not saying it's bad. It's right. some people don't like it. Some people. Don't I understand like it. the issues with it. I enjoyed watching it. Is the thing. Okay, but that's if good. you like look that's into good. the science hmm. of it, then it's like no, no, you didn't I'm think it's throwing out there. Patriot has. Micro penises. Uh, you know, you already win. know. You told Fight. us. This is the second Fight. time. I'm just saying. Things. Instead of wasting your time, Bird Box, just watch, just watch two seasons of this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that common that things have dicks in them, so I appreciate that. Amen. It should uh, be more common. Silicon Valley days. was one of the first shows I think that had an erect penis finally, but it was on a horse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, there's a, there's a I scene. I was interested in that. I did not expect a scene where two characters are talking. Well, I've never seen an erect penis on any sort of media that is not pornography. Hmm. Every, it's always flaccid. Have I Does that make it pornographic? I don't know. No. Hmm. I, a senator a, from Alabama. I've has seen to like pretty like half chub on like Spartacus and stuff. Oh really? Well, and there was like forgetting Sarah Marshall, where it's like no, you fluffed out a bit. You're not I, hard. No, no. But I'm saying like Spartacus is like rock hard cock. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, but like, it's a horse. It was a horse. There was a scene where there there's a horse. They're doing an artificial insemination with a horse, and they're, it's clearly CGI'd. But there was a scene where they shot with like that horse at a. A rocket. boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what an erect horse dick looks like. It's huge. It's, yeah, right. But aren't they it's just alien. always huge? Also, yeah, let's let's pretend that you don't know. Yeah. I saw an elephant's <laughs> dick this weekend. How come you haven't seen, wait, you haven't <laughs> been to Bad Dragon? They got horse horse penis on there. I don't even know what that is. Oh no. How you know was the, the animal thing you did this weekend? It was cute. I'll talk about it later, but you should do your Oscars. Yeah, Oscars. Anyway. <laughs> Oscars. <laughs> who are the best pictures? Hurricane Heist who, are the, who are nominated for best pictures? Best pictures, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. Hmm. Um, Rome is an interesting one because I'm pretty sure that's not in English is fully black and white and doesn't have any like big name actors. I, I've seen it. You're correct. Yeah. On all of those. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is it good? It's fantastic. Excellent. It's a great movie. It just seems like a, a hard thing to get in there. But I think Black Panther getting in there is crazy. Like it, it needed that. Like it was one of those things that everyone had been driving for months to get Black Panther in that best picture category. So mm -hmm. I'm like, does that mean they pandered? Do you think? I, it sound, I mean like it black depends. pandered. Nice. Black Panda. You should write an article right now. Go, go, go. I quit. <laughs> Blog it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be a movie blogger. Blogs are the future. You heard it here first. <laughs> well, 50% of the internet will say yes, mm. they mm. pandered. Huh. And the other 50% will say, well, no, it's a good movie. Because I saw, like, when I said Black Panther was good, was good on, like, a movie podcast two weeks ago, everybody shit on me. Really? Mm -hmm. Is it like, not? Apparently, well, the movie is bad. Like people done the life cycle oh. where they're yeah, like, they wait a minute, it well, was bad. Because South Park said it was bad, so now you can say it's bad. Correct. That's that sort of thing. I mean, if. If you like something, just say you like it. If you don't like something, also, totally is it, fine. Is it so bad to I acknowledge like context as a thing? I know that bites off a whole other conversation, but the con mm. the context of that movie is important, and its success in movies is important. Well, that's the that's yeah, that's tough though. I mean, I that, know it, it gets into the. That yeah. was always the hottest thing yeah. about any of our ranking meetings at IGN is like, say, I want to say like Portal Two is the best game ever made, and you're like, but it couldn't exist without Portal One. Right, right. And then it just becomes this huge thing of like, well, but is it, yeah. do you just like it, or is it culturally important, and did it like feed into other things? Like, that gets way too complicated. Sure. Well, you're like, did you like the thing? It's pretty clear it's not going to win. <laughs> no, 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 it won't Yeah, it's a, no. a nomination only. only. I'm only saying that because the Oscars is very buttoned up, and they like their movies a very specific way. They would feel bad about themselves if it, Black Panther won. It was the sort of, the way I felt when they gave Heath Ledger the award for best actor. I thought, thanks, oh, but supporting. no. Who's best supporting? best supporting, sorry. He's yeah. like, thanks, but no thanks, because I felt like he wasn't going to get that nomination had he not died. Correct. He, mm -hmm. Like, he wouldn't have won mm -hmm. had he not died. God, I that was a good performance. But that's the thing. It was is, an amazing performance. See, for me, Dark Knight is the type of movie that could be nominated for best film. Yeah. Because yeah. it was also, but because it's a superhero movie, and this is a superhero movie 10 years ago, where the Oscars put their nose up and say, no, we don't need you. Childish. Whereas any one of us would look at it and was go. Was it nominated? Uh, but that's the no. thing is, I feel like it was nominated almost out of 
some sort of duty. Well, mm-hmm. basically, like someone died, we have to nominate it. I that, don't think that I would nominate Black Panther for Best Picture personally. What but if I didn't the main like it that much? Died. Still, yeah, they got snubbed. You're right. It so was, Dark Knight was not. That was like because I remember people were talking about it mm-hmm. maybe being in the Best Picture category, and it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Because also keep in mind, I, I I could be wrong about this, but I think Star Wars when it first came out was also not nominated because they're like it's a kids film, not mm. not the type of movie we want. That's just how the Oscars are, right? Once again, the favorite will probably win or Bohemian Rhapsody, maybe a star is born. Those are valid points. I, I, yeah, I, I think Black Panther probably doesn't deserve it, but the context is why it's there. I'm, I'm just saying the context is important. If, right. if you feel like Black Panther is a good movie and it is a cultural phenomenon, you don't need the Oscars to tell you so. That's true. Let you, no. the people, decide that. Well, That's what I'm, but I think the people in the Academy do think they need it, right? They think they, they're, they're trying, this is going to get way too inside, but they want to try and make the Oscars relevant. Mm. And the Oscars mm. are no longer relevant if they start eliminating Black Panther and Dark Knight and those sorts of movies that are that the entire yeah. world is. Well, so Bruce, mm. you hit on an interesting. Um, I, I feel like the core of it is is popularism versus like critics and intellectuals deciding uh, what yeah. valid or or what has pushed the medium forward. Right. So I thought I always thought the Oscars fall always fell as a as a statement of purpose on the critic intellectual side of it, which is that people are going to like dumb movies about farts, whatever. We're here to celebrate the movies that deserve more attention by people who love film. Mm-hmm. But people I mean, care less and less about the Oscars every year. So the ratings go down. Yeah, the so Oscars. They, yeah, they're, they're trying to get profit, they're caught in between so. the two of trying to appeal to people by being like intellectual about being like movie nerds. Mm-hmm. And I don't that's a weird way to strike the balance in between the two by nominating popular films. It, it's the it's the hardest thing to do in, in popular media. Yeah, it is the hardest thing to do. And there are only a few specific things that can do it. Um, like if you, if you look at music or movies or television or whatever else, those are the best shows. Those mm. are the ones that all the critics like, and also the entire public likes. Mm. And, uh, that's the hardest thing to do. And the Oscars are discovering. It's the weirdest thing. The Oscars is at the same time, the thing no one cares about and the thing everyone cares about. Well, like, everyone goes, like people care about the results. They I don't care, care about, about the traffic. Sh- they don't care about the show. The three yeah. and a half hour show down. of just like rich people jerking each other off <laughs> is not great. Yeah, I, I also that. feel like traditional images of celebrity are starting to break down a bit, which, which in a way links back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast. About how many gay men it takes to... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're the eighth guy, you want an award for that, but <laughs> no, it's more like, I feel like celebrity now is somebody who's approachable. They're, they're, not res, they're not residing on Mount Olympus with all the other celebrities. So this image of like a bunch of Titan-like celebrities all mm-hmm. in a building jerking each other off, Mm-hmm. It's the prestige n- is broken. Yeah, I think it's now it's now seen as opulent, uh, which it always was, but now like mm-hmm. opulent in a negative way. Yeah. While all us boots to the ground creators are making the content people really want to watch, so mm-hmm. I feel like there's been a bit of a schism there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's the same sort of thing when I watch like a if you're watching like a football game or a baseball game, and someone's like, "Dang it, that character got ejected." I'm like, "That poor millionaire." I will cry for them tonight. So when they're like, Leonardo DiCaprio didn't get an Oscar yet. Oh, boo. <laughs> that poor man who fucks a new model every month. Darn. Month. Every day. <laughs> You're right. Because <laughs> best friend Toby McGuire he is. <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm I just, will say for best picture, I would have put Paddington 2. Sure. Because that movie, have you all seen it? I have. No. no. It's really, it's all- really good. Yeah. Just unironically excellent. Okay. It's so good. And I also would have put Hereditary. Mm. Oh, yeah. A lot of people, lot of people talked that about that. Yeah. 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 Well, horror is one of those weird things where, because I agree, Hereditary was about stuff. It did new new things. And I think it introduced new ways to terrify an audience or get them thinking about certain themes, which to me is really what a good movie good is. good family drama. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. But I think there's always been this kind of like with superhero movies. I think there's a bit of a stigma towards horror that is Absolutely. popcorn entertainment. Mm. Was, it, was it Get Out? Nominated last year. Yeah, one best screenplay. That's what I thought. Yeah. 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 So like, and see that had <clears throat> cultural relevance. That's yeah. it's one of those things where like the Oscars were like, well, no, we want cultural re- relevance too. Hmm. Totally fine. It's, uh, that's it's absolutely fine. I I just I don't know. I I feel like by the for Spider Verse. No, Spider Verse got nominated. Yeah, oh, got it nominated did. for best animated. Yeah, yeah. for best animated. I I really hope best, that wins. Best picture. It though. should it should win. I, I, I for sure would have put Tony Collette for best actress. Oh yeah, man, she annihilated that movie. Shockingly, I would I would have actually put. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse as Best Picture. Yeah, over Black Panther, I'd say. my favorite movie of the year. It's a great movie. But yeah. has an animated movie ever been? <sighs> well, no, they, they've always had their own category. They, right. they changed it after Toy Story, I believe. I think they made an, a, a separate category oh. because Toy Story, I think, was nominated. I, I oh, could be right. wrong. I think that's also why they extended to 10 Best Picture nominations because of Dark Knight. Because they was didn't... It? I'm pretty sure it was because 
Dark Knight basically made it so that they only had five at the time, and they were mm. like, "Well, we don't have enough to include the you know the the unwashed <laughs> what <laughs> they like." So what uh, they like. Yeah. <laughs> so I think they they expanded it because of that. Yeah. So. I don't know. It it seems to be every I don't know ten years or so. Oh, did there. Monster Trucks make it? Did that come? Did <laughs> Let me Screech come out this year? Was his name Screech? Creech. 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 2018 was the year of the Creech. You guys missed on Axel. So Who? Black Panther is also nominated for best costume design, which I think is totally fair. Yeah, come um, on, look pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. Okay. And yeah, Suri and like everyone in. I I would say Black Panther definitely for like is there an aesthetic category like production design? What they yeah. call it like Art. Afrofuturism was it's the the coin term. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, super, it's super also cool. got original like, song. Soundtrack. Oh, yeah. The soundtrack's yeah. amazing. One yeah. of the Kendrick, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar's Lamar Yeah. Mm. Best original score. Oh, dude, Spider Verse well. original soundtrack is awesome. You know dude. what? Actually, it kind of makes me mad that Spider Verse isn't there. I'm yeah. still listening to that. I feel like Spider Verse, in, in all the ways Black Panther was important, if you just look at the execution and the meaning behind it, I think Spider Verse probably out, out tops it in all of those categories. Alana, yeah. can you do me a quick uh, Aside favorite, from the cultural relevance. Was, but even Spider Verse touches on was it. Was R. So. Kelly's. I believe I can fly from the Space Jam, Space Jam. Uh, soundtrack nominated for an Oscar. Oh, it might have been. How do I Google that? Here, I'll Google. It. I'll Google. It. Yeah. I'm like, what? Are the, what's the okay, time Google I'm putting in here? Space Cam, yeah. I can fly. Nominated well, soundtrack. Type in R. Kelly, and it's gonna be like, did he? Did he get you two? Look Please. at all these women he would, murdered. Would you like yeah. to be on season two of I Survived R. Kelly? R. Kelly. Wait, is it a season? It's not just like a. Oh, dude, there's six episodes. Oh. Of what? I survive oh, R. Kelly. Is it going to make oh, boy, me feel really bad about myself if I watch it? Like I need to brace myself to. You need a palate cleanser, yeah. like um, like a good place or some like just wholesome entertainment mm. that you watch afterwards and you go, I need to just a breather, Got man. It. It's Bojack Horseman. <laughs> isn't that about depression? Did it win? Existential. Or was it nominated? One of the one. Um, man, it doesn't look like. Oh, I'm trying to look. Trying to what else was nominated for best animated? Best animated is Incredibles Two, Isle of Dogs, Mirai. Ralph breaks the internet and Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. See, I kind of lean towards Isle of Dogs. I didn't I see it because right. I thought it would it's, make me sad. No, it's really good. It didn't. It's not sad. I'm used to Wes Anderson it's movies better. like having some kind of philosophical punch, and Isle of Dogs was a fun story. Didn't know it was a Wes Anderson movie until you oh, said yeah. that, and then I read his name. Oh, dude, oh, it's, wow. it's Wes Anderson. It's the same Dude's people who did. Uh, Fox. Yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. It's great. I, I think, but that thing when I'm thinking of like a Oscar movie, mm -hmm. I'd go. Isle of Dogs is the more artistic. Yeah. It's the the highbrow, the better, where Spider-Verse is like, it is that perfect blend of popcorn entertainment, and then also it made you, it did different things. It made you feel good. Also, it's a superhero genre, which I fucking love. Yeah. So I'm like, God, it's such a fucking good it, That will be my personal. So no. The answer is no. He was not nominated for an uh, Academy Award. Good. good. That's one more thing he doesn't get. <laughs> he, Look at you go, Adam, you SJW. He did win a bunch of MTV movie awards. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Rescinda's fucking award. I, I decided <laughs> on my own accord. This will be the year I'm against R. Kelly. <laughs> Why, Good for you. Stance. You know what? We'll go get some billboards. R. Kelly's and... been a joke for 15 years. I don't know what you like. I, I just know about the peeing thing. Well, trapped in the that and trapped in the closet. Like these are all have, jokes. I, I mean, I was like, he was, just a, he was just a fucking trapped, loser. Trapped in the closet is. I think it's insane. all on YouTube. I haven't seen yeah. it. It's amazing. Actually, wait, no, I saw like four minutes of it. You'd love it. Brian yeah. Larson I made me watch it. Just know about it from the South Park episode. Awesome. Wait, fantastic. would it be would it be ethically wrong to watch it now? Does he make money off of it? I don't know. Don't buy it. Probably not. Then I yeah, I wouldn't purchase it. I just. Well, from the understanding of this series, this I Survive R. Kelly thing is he doesn't have all his music is like it's based on real life stuff. So like when he got Aaliyah to sing a song, ages but nothing but a number or whatever. It's like Oof. well, she was like sixteen. Mm. She was young. The remix to Ignition is hot and fresh out the kitchen. <laughs> but either way, I'm just, but like I believe I can fly. It was like he was just he was watching Michael Jordan play, and he's like. And he just like sang the song then and there and I came up with that. it. So then when I think of Trapped in the Closet, I'm like, there's a part where he sings about Bridget and the Midget. And I'm like, what is that about? <laughs> now I want to analyze his lyrics, but he it, it so is it is insanity. It was like because he's he's just it's crazy talking. Oh, as a DJ, do I now ethically have to not play remix to ignition? <laughs> I think you have to surround it by songs that put it in context. Well, or apologize. Well, so like, put like I'm really song. sorry, I'm really sorry yeah. everybody. This is our Kelly song. It's great. But uh, it'd be fun awesome. to like liven up an audience that way. Yeah. I'm under contract. I got to play one R. Kelly song. Sorry about it. And then, like, put it on. <laughs> but it's like, boom! And you're like, oh, okay, fine, fine, fine. Well, didn't Spotify release that thing where you can just, like, ban artists now from your, like, oh, random? So, random. so you can say, basically, I don't want Chris Brown and I don't want yeah. R. Kelly because they're monsters. I want to listen to trash yeah. rap and 6 9 keeps coming up. Dang right. it. 
Wait, did yeah. Six Nine do something? Oh, yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah, he, he did. did. I remember. It's fine. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh boy. <laughs> he did. Anyway, best sound mixing. <laughs> All right. Also, He's it's a Gary Glitter. Also, he was a kid diddler. So yep. you know, sorry, can't listen to that sports anthem yeah, anymore. Lost. Football's rough now. There was a band I used to listen to called the Lost Prophets. That was a good, oh yeah, were, and and their lead singer was, they got popped. Got popped yeah. for really young. Yeah, like way too young, and I loved that band. And I, I remember I had like all their albums, and I read that and I was like, I can never listen to this again. Yeah. Fuck! I hit my first moral imperative when I bought my first Queen album, and this was back when I was in deep Christian territory. And I was like, listen to it, was like, yeah, Queen. And my dad like pops in, he's like, you know they're gay, right? And then just like left. They weren't all gay. He said, you know Queen is gay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean that was his impression of them. The so. band's name is Queen, but mm. these are things that uh, yeah. a wholesome Christian boy doesn't connect. See if I mm. if your dad was cool, he'd be like. Did you know Freddie Mercury was such a badass? He fucked whatever he wanted and then died of AIDS. Good night, son. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. If that's Peace what out. I think he said he lost. Just neither, but one like one too firm with shoulder yeah. claps. Like, yeah. all right, goodbye. Yeah. So, I mean, th there's a lesson there. It's like rock, you know, live hard, play hard, die of AIDS. But you strike that balance. <laughs> die of AIDS. Uh, apparently, Led Zeppelin put a fish in a woman. So whatever. I believe that. Yeah, you could do whatever you want. There were no phones a back then. A fish in a woman. They like put a tra there's a an urban legend that Led Zeppelin while on the road like put a giant an entire trout inside of a woman, not through her mouth. We got to do an ad. <laughs> I know we have an ad read coming I really up. Don't like that. I know we have an ad. No read. one does. I'm That's trying to figure out how to segue into it because it's hymns. <laughs> oh, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> not that. Not that kind. I don't think. All right. Thank you to Hymns for also sponsoring this podcast. Forever. Hymns is a new wellness brand for men. Uh, Lawrence, you have some experience with hymns, right? I do. Uh, I, I elected myself as guinea pig. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm on their finasteride uh, subscription service, which is a prescription to prevent hair loss. Uh, yeah, and it's it clinically proven to do so. 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. And the thing is, when you start to notice it, it's too late. Bang. Yeah. So I personally, just speaking personally, I get how that can, that's the perfect sales pitch, right? Of like, I've got these hair prevention rocks. You better buy one because if you you don't have this rock, you'll lose your hair. But if you already do, I can't help you. But no, it's there are clinical trials about finasteride. It is proven to prevent hair loss. So I want to keep what I got. That's the uh, I think I have like three good features, and that's one of them. So I want to hang on to it as long as I can. Yeah, that is the sales pitch here is basically like prevent baldness before it happens. Um, yeah, they send they send me shampoo, uh, which is which is proven or it shows to prevent the accumulation of DHT dihydrotestosterone which is what causes hair follicles to stop growing. So they have shampoo that like keeps your hair follicles all tingly and, and active. There's the finasteride, which blocks that. Also good for preventing um, colon cancer, I think, or t uh, what's the prostate cancer. There you go. Mm -hmm. uh, I like, I talked to some doctors, you know, they give you that thing. What are your prescriptions you on finasteride? Mm -hmm. And they were like, prostate cancer? It's like, no, hair. So I guess mm -hmm. I'm hopefully solving two problems with one stone there. Yeah, it does pill. say they use well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair and will uh, connect you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. So yeah, real prescriptions, real people. There's no waiting room or awkward in-person doctor visits. So you save time as well by going to forhims.com. It's all supposed to be very easy. You have a few quick questions. It's a questionnaire of some kind. Yes. So you yeah, you fill out a questionnaire and then you take photos of the front, back, and sides of your hairline, and then you write in the areas that you have problems with. Uh, when I did it, I just took a blurry cell phone photo and the doctor that was paired with me was actually like, I can't make out your hairline in that photo. Please take another. Which was nice, which means that a, a living human who was actually looking for real information, reviewed my case file and was like, hey, I need more, I need this stuff. So I took another one based on my age and I think some thinning that uh, even I noticed before that. Uh, they were like, yeah, it looks like you're thinning out a little bit. I'll give you this and hopefully it'll slow the thinning process. So hit, hit me up in 15 years and we'll see where I'm at. And then apparently products are shipped directly to your door. So it's all supposed to be super easy. So you can order now. You can get a trial month of Hims for just $5 today. Uh, right now, while supplies last, see website for full details. And it could cost you hundreds of dollars if you went to a doctor or pharmacy. So go to forhims.com slash dude. That is F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash dude. Forhims.com slash dude. I love All that right. vanity URL. It makes yeah. so much sense for hymns. It is good. Slash dude. Kind of like Blue Apron for soup. Oh, yeah. We got it. Oh, yeah. So there is uh, got does soup anyone have any more Oscar comments that they wanted to make? Yeah. When is it? Eh. I do want to watch uh, The Dark Knight again. March? February 24th. Yeah, I want to watch The Dark Knight again, too, I think. I love um, movies that are entertaining, but also like about something or mm. ask a question or, or answer a question. I think Hereditary was really good at that. Dark Knight, Get Out. Mm. These are all movies that are, are popular entertainment, but also have a message. The, mm. What is it? That, I hope that us does that. 
Oh, yeah. I hope that what? Us. 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 The new Jordan Peele movie. Oh, I, I'm yeah. sure that I'm sure that it will. Yeah. I've tried to rack my brain about what that could like, what kind of parable that could be about, about seeing like a twisted version of yourself. Like invasion of the body snatchers type thing. Yeah. What is that? What was the deeper message there? You know, the war of the worlds is about communism, universe, like cinematic universe <laughs> as a get out. Hmm. It's them trying to get out of their own bodies. Oh, sort of theories. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, the way it was pictured in, in get out was that you were, you were in the sunken place. That's how they kind of visualized it in that movie. So mm-hmm. whenever you were being mind controlled, you were still in there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I could see like maybe that's another f- factor of it. Yeah, that if you're if you're buried in your own psyche, that you're seeing the dark and twisted side of yourself as a personification for your yeah. public persona. Yeah. Hmm. I'm really I excited. I, I don't need it to be about something. And I, I kind of hope that Jordan Peele doesn't get pegged as like a a twist writer, not not in like a Shyamalan way. I think Get Get Out was not that kind. There's of no movie. there's no yeah. twist in that movie. Really. Not really, no. Yeah. But it did have layers. Yeah. And yeah. I really hope that people yeah, don't he, come to expect that. You shouldn't always have to have a shtick. No, no. I think that's the big thing. Yeah. yeah. You listen in M Night. <laughs> <sighs> always has to have a shtick. Um. I so I haven't seen it yet. I wanted to leave you, keep you guys M Night with. <laughs> got off distracted by you saying something. I wanted to leave you guys with this really cool science thing that I found. I Ooh. thought that I would like just talk about cool science shit. Scientists found a way to get seven dudes to fuck yeah. each other. <laughs> I still don't buy that it's seven, but it's fine. It's all about penile uh, I keep telling you it's seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, you seem so confident that, okay. So this Sorry is an excerpt me. from The Ends of the World, which is a book by Peter Brannan. Hold on, I'm running the math real quick on that. Okay. Six inch dicks, if we're being generous. More like three. I think five. average is like four and a half. Seven dudes, yeah. that's under four feet of dick length. Mm-hmm. Do you think that like a forearm's worth of dick is enough mm-hmm. to split it between seven guys and form a locked I circle? I don't think it is. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like it's seven is just enough. It's like uh, whatever. <laughs> you got to read your quote. We got to end this podcast. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Right. Okay. So this is an explanation of the asteroid that wiped out the dinosaurs that mm. I just think is really fucking cool. Metal. So. <clears throat> Uh, uh, I need to make sure I have this in order. Wasn't the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs, by the way? Do. They tried to link the seven meteorite. dinosaur people together. <laughs> they all died. How many dinosaurs? Never mind. Uh, <laughs> so the meteorite itself was so massive that it didn't notice any atmosphere whatsoever. It was traveling 20 to 40 kilometers per second, 10 kilometers, probably 14 kilometers wide, pushing the atmosphere and building in such incredible pressure that the ocean in front of it just went away. Cool. These nice. numbers are precise without usually conveying the scale of the calamity. What they mean is that a rock larger than Mount Everest hit planet Earth traveling 20 times faster than a bullet. This is so fast that it would have traversed the distance from the cruising altitude of a 747 to the ground in 0.3 seconds. The asteroid itself was so large that even at the moment of impact, the top of it might have still towered more than a mile above the cruising altitude of a 747. In its nearly instantaneous descent, it compressed the air below it so violently that it briefly became several times hotter than the surface of the sun. The pressure of the atmosphere in front of the asteroid started excavating the crater before it even touched the ground. Cool. Yeah. It's pretty metal. Like uh, wind blasting the earth. Yeah. Pretty much. Then when it touched ground zero, it was totally intact. It was so massive that the atmosphere didn't even make a scratch on it. So unlike, mm. and this is the coolest part to me, unlike the typical Hollywood CGI depictions of asteroid impacts where an extraterrestrial charcoal brigade <laughs> gently smolders across the sky and everyone sees it coming and panics, in this case, it would have been a pleasant day one second, and then the world was already over by the next. It just happened so fast, it was just like, done, and everyone's fucked. It's probably the best way. Probably. Yeah, yeah. fast. And then as the asteroid collided with the Earth in the sky above it, where it should have been air, the rocket punched a hole in the outer space vacuum in the atmosphere. Hmm. So as the heavens rushed in to close the hole, enormous volumes of Earth were expelled into orbit and beyond, all within a second or two of impact. So there's probably little bits of dinosaur up on the moon. Oh. That would be interesting, yeah. Have they found that? They haven't done <clears throat> any- yeah, I was going to say, that, that mm. has to have left a scar on the planet. Maybe it's at the bottom of an ocean or something. Oh, no, no, they know where it is. It's a place called, uh, It's I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's Yucatan. Okay. Yeah. Mm. The peninsula? That's, I, so, I've always heard Yucatan. So a meteor yeah. that big, I guess an asteroid? What's bigger? It, it when it hits the Earth, it becomes- Classified a as a meteor. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. So, meteor, right. But it hit <clears throat> land? It when, hit land. Well, yeah, whatever it hit was land by was, the time it got there. I guess it was- yeah, I mean, because, we're talking I mean, Pangea. Before so. it even fucking touched it, any water yeah. that was there was gone. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, the thing that gets me about this, because you really don't think about it, is just the idea that everything would have been sunny. Yeah, and just, and just done. Yeah. And it's not like a thing just that you see it looming fire. and coming. It's just done. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whew. I thought, yeah, the, thinking about things on a galactic scale, it's just things are moving so much faster than we 
imagine. Mm-hmm. But we can track that stuff, which is actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. Now so because it's so now far away. The dinosaurs were close. They were so close. Yeah. Were they close? This yeah. is what the Super Mario Brothers movie is about. I say this every <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking earlier about uh, shows that ended when it they ended like on a cliffhanger and then they didn't have the second season. My favorite was Mario Brothers yeah. movie. <laughs> when Daisy comes in and she's like, Oh no, Mario and Luigi, we need to go do more adventures. And they're like, You got it. Yeah. And they're like, Mario Brothers will be back. No, and I, remember, won't. I remember getting up as a kid and like, No, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> and like I walked it. next door and saw Jurassic Park and <laughs> yeah. never Here thought about are. that movie again. That movie's not coming back either. Stamp. Oh no. Well, that's a that's Mario a, Bros. will return. I mean, <laughs> I mean, at this point, the <laughs> fact that me. they're they're trying to make a sequel to like Labyrinth and other like no. the, oh, Top yeah, Gun, Blade Runner got a fucking sequel. Like no, it was it was great. But it's like at what at one point where you done digging through the barrel of old stuff. You're not. Never. No, no. I know to, someone's gonna go. There are no original. What if? Yeah. Like some executives gonna be like. Get in my office here real quick. Look at this ending of Mario. It leaves on a cliffhanger. It says right there. <laughs> yeah. They'll be back. Yeah. They never came back. <laughs> Call Bob Hopkins. He's dead. Yeah. Get him up. John Legazama. Uh, Le- 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 yeah. like it's, it's all the actors that are not quite them. It's just. <laughs> Close sound like it. John yeah. Legazama. Yeah. There was a uh, man speaking of exec- getting locked in an executive office where they pitch you on ideas. Uh, this is an old machinima thing. I remember. Uh, one of the Debevoirs always wanted his calendar on the wall. It was like this dry erase board. Oh. And one of my first tasks at Machinima was to be the guy who goes in and changes his calendar every week so that it like updates week by week. Uh, and then I have to rewrite everything. Oh, computers do that. Yeah, weird. <laughs> but no, he wanted it on the wall in dry erase form. So I was in there for an hour just like quietly erasing all the numbers and rewriting the calendar and rewriting everything. And then he was like, hey, I got an idea for you. I was like, oh, no. He's like, what about YouTube, uh, but better and people have to pay for it? I was like, oh, so like a subscription service. He's like, yeah, we're going to make premium stuff and then charge people for it. And I remember as I was writing, thinking no one's going to pay for that. But didn't say it out loud. Didn't really have the footing yet. Huh. But yeah, that was, he was, he was rooster teeth thinking all the way back then. Yeah. Lawrence, and then you, three you years later, Prime too, though. Huh? Yeah, that's Netflix yeah. thinking. Well, that's you were where wrong, Lawrence. Yeah, you were yeah, wrong. He well, was right. Yeah, Machinima Prime and then Primer really blew up. <laughs> Primer. <laughs> chop, yeah. chop. Yeah, I'm trying to think what was our meteor when we were at Machinima. What, but what did we see and went, we got to get out of here. <laughs> I mean, for us, it was the vinyl shrink wrap. It was they the vinyl put on shrink our, wrap they put on our window. That cost. Oh, yeah. yeah. They commissioned a we got high to see, to, we, had the, we had the best office in the world. We could we looked out on Santa Monica Boulevard. It was beautiful. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was and, like a fishbowl. Like and it was giant like, glass windows. It was a, it was a one-sided uh, window. So basically, like, people could not see in, but we could see out. You'd see them looking at themselves? All, All the time. time. Um, and it was it, West Hollywood, so there was a lot of mm. a lot of narcissism on the streets. <laughs> Excellent. And we were sort of, like, bouncing back and forth whether or not we were going to try and make the move. And <laughs> and then in, like, November of 2014... They, they were like, we're going to do a mural for Machinima and we're going to put it up all along the windows on Santa Monica Boulevard. And we were like, are we going to be able to see through it? And they're like, probably not. Yeah. Oh. Also, we don't care. Like, and we so were they like, boxed you in. Yeah. And yeah. we were like, well, we were like, please don't do that because we were using it as a set and we really love seeing outside. It's a great office. We love it. It's great. Um, and they're like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then just put it all up. And one day we walked in, we couldn't see out. Well, we the, like, the, best, the best part about it, and like, please stop me if we've told this story before, but the whole thing was we're going to put the sweet branding on the side of the building and it's going to have the Machinima logo and everyone's going to see it. Fast forward to the city of West Hollywood going, you're not allowed to put branding on your building because that's advertising and you need to pay us for advertising and you can't do that on your building. So the entire thing went up about a week beforehand and said, you have to take all the Machinima branding off of it. So, so it's just so it's paintings. Just, it's just this like horror art I don't oh. know how to describe it. It was, terrible. it was this weird thing of Why like. Why didn't they just take it down? It was a mural telling That's like. Uh, it was supposed to tell a story. That's because they spent a lot of money on it. Mm. About how all yeah. these content creators were slaving away in the content mines. And then the Machinima <laughs> armies roll in and like liberate them. Yeah. And then at the end there's like a, a Machina dude standing <laughs> on top of a mountain leading the hordes to victory. Uh, and it I think, and then could when, be interpreted. So in it went up. Right. And I remember <laughs> I looked at Bruce and I said. Let's go take that meeting with full screen. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's get the fuck out of here because this is how they treat us. And I remember the weeks leading up to that, we were begging, fucking begging for a new PC because we we were using the computer I worked on every day to do game capture. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember. I'm like, hey Bruce, my, my computer's dying. Like I can't use it every day. I can't use it for editing and I can't use it for gameplay because it's just like the games are slowing down. They don't play anymore. He's like, let's just get a a PC that's dedicated fully to gaming. Okay, cool. Went in and said, hey, we need a PC. And they're like, not in the budget. And they're like, how much does that mural cost? $15,000. Okay, cool. can we get a PC, please? And they're like, it was every day. Please, please, please. And then finally, like, here's your PC. I'm like, cool, we quit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, I sort of have one of those with the company that I worked at before IGN was I was on a TV show and I guess the guy who ran it sort of had a gambling problem and it was I technically worked for a startup. Oh boy. <laughs> and when I figured that out that there was gambling issues that people weren't getting paid on time was when oh, I was no. like Hmm, something's gonna go wrong here. Man, that's real. Company bad. went under like a year off. I was gonna say ended it. <laughs> yeah. yeah if, you, if you haven't seen it, everyone listening and watching, you should watch that fire documentary on either Hulu or Netflix, and you see that dude, the entrepreneur, the yep. get it done, like been in that room well, so many times. Just be legends, guys. He's the yeah. dude. He's the dude that goes in and talks to everybody, and then never says how we're going to do it, mm-hmm. and never actually does anything. Guys, yep. what if we started a funhouse con? Oh, we should do that. Don't question it. What if we just did it same weekend yeah. as VidCon? Let's just yeah. fucking do it. Let's oh. do it. No, no, no. Oh, I thought you called it a funhouse con, like we're conning I mean, people. yeah. <laughs> but <Both>. yeah. <laughs> you ever notice those guys have a lot of confidence and they're men, like they're, they're con men. <laughs> Interesting. But I don't know. Same thing with Wolf of Wall Street. It's like, dude is same, guy, yeah. same sort of thing where it's like, this dude's a monster. He's going to get six years in jail. He'll be out in three and he'll be doing it again somewhere else. Screwing people out of the money with some MLM or mm. something like that. Because yeah. the so. people that are in those conversations are also never the face of what they're doing. Mm. They're smart enough to like absolutely put other people to Plenty shield them. Else. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, like Ja Rule. But he's like, it's not fraud. It's false advertising. <laughs> it's he's, way better. They have a recorded like Google Hangouts meeting where they're talking about it's post fire festival and it's everyone being like. Okay, uh, so what do we do with this? And you hear Jarrell being like, "How do we spin this? How do we spin this? How do we make this good?" And then people are like, "Well, like we committed fraud." He's like, "It's not fraud, it's false advertising." <laughs> like he says, I, it, "There's a recording oh, of man, it." Man, I gotta. Okay, I gotta watch this. It's, it is, it is the I, the slowest and then the fastest train wreck. Yeah, you've ever seen. Like yeah, it's that's such. Not, a, that's not really good. It's great. Oh, yeah. it's great. I think it'll it'll give us, box. in particular, everyone at this table, these cathartic release for. Finally, seeing a, uh, a a very public example of all that like Come big money bro talk. Yeah, it can yeah be really so crushing. Frustrating to see things go wrong at a company and not be able to tell people why and see them guess and be like, "You're so wrong." Oh yeah, this is not at all yep. what happened. But I can't tell you what happened. But you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. not even close. Yeah. And this one is everyone knows. Yeah. I, I've come to accept that that's kind of part of having a job sometimes. Is that sure, you work for a company. Yeah. Every, everyone, everyone has their own position and their own visibility and their own knowledge about a, a certain set of all of the data. No one has it all. Nobody. So everybody makes decisions based on what they know. And given that people are making information on different data sets, they're going to come to different conclusions. And that doesn't mean that anyone's wrong. Sometimes it absolutely does. But it's been difficult to accept that what I see and, and what I think is the best course of action may not actually be the best because I don't have all the information. It's part of being part of a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to get a segue picked up. <coughs> I, I was ready for your segue. The segue's gone, but I was oh, going to say, uh, I erased it. It doesn't work anymore. Um, I just wanted to give shout outs to content that's coming this week. If anyone has anything they want to share, I wanted to say, uh, we've been playing Resident Evil 2. I was going to talk about that on Gaming Weekly this oh, week. I'm so excited. As well as Alien Blackout, that Alien mobile game. So um, both of those. And we should have Resident Evil 2 remake gameplay up because we got the full game. It'll be on Friday. Um, and <laughs> we should have Kingdom Hearts 3 very, very soon, oh, too. Yeah. So, Which platform? Uh, I got... That's fast. I don't think I'm allowed to answer that, actually. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I... Mm, no, never yeah. mind. You're like, PS2, fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, that should, that oh, should be up I didn't get to talk about, talk about all my amazing weekend adventures that involved me throwing a DualShock 4 down my driveway. That was fun. Anyway. What? We can I thought that was a joke tweet. Do that and no, not... I really did. Why? Because it wouldn't pair. So he threw it. Oh, yeah. Down your driveway. Also, you the had to go outside to do that. Lawrence. Yeah, I did. I opened the door. Mm. Yeah, it was really fun. My my dual shock <laughs> is actually bent a little bit because yeah. I was gripping it so hard it playing God of War. That, I, la- that last Valkyrie fight. Uh, you did all the Valkyries. Yeah. Ooh. That last one's tough. Ooh. Man. And especially because she's unpredictable. She oh, does she's all the predictable. Moves she's no, just, she's not. She's she randomizes fast. them, and you just. No, I mean everything's there. All get good. You. Yeah, you gotta get good, and and also get good for a long time because it's like a you twenty minute no fight. Damage, yeah. It's hard. Got to play perfectly for twenty minutes straight. It's rough. Hey, maybe you can start a website about it with Squarespace. Smart. <laughs> Who's our final sponsor of this episode? Uh, Squarespace offers all-in-one domains, websites, online stores, and marketing tools. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. New feature is email campaigns, which they're very excited about. Um, You can say more and sell more, stand out in any inbox with Squarespace email campaigns. Basically makes it really easy to unify your brand and voice from your homepage to people's email inboxes. Uh, They have consistent content from website to email, powerful editing tools, 
to make everything seem like it's your own and in your voice and customize customizable layouts for any message. You can also do mobile editing, so you can send anytime, anywhere, which is actually not that common. Uh, and you can blog, publish content, sell products and services of all kinds, promote physical or online businesses, announce events, uh, and they have beautiful templates basically created by designers so that if you don't want to design the thing yourself, you can just use one of their pre-made ones to make everything extra easy for you. But you can customize individual parts of that, settings and products and all that stuff is just uh, a few clicks away. So it should be really easy for everyone to use. Uh, one important thing is that they also have built-in search en engine optimization. So SEO is obviously really important for finding websites and you can choose from over 200 extensions for your domains and then you know check the analytics to see how all of that is growing for you in real time. Uh, there's free and secure hosting and no patches or upgrades ever, which means that you don't have to worry about the site being down. So yeah, right now they have sites for like architects, writers, bloggers, bars, there are food producers, clothes designers, sports teams, personal trainers, gamers, uh, healthcare, financial services, lawyers, tons of stuff. So if you happen to need a website, you can check out Squip space.com slash dude soup for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use the offer code dude soup to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain that is squarespace.com slash dude soup and that is it for episode 210 it doesn't need a number feel good about dude this soup. one this one's gonna win the award you they think have, so yeah the, po the, might casting, be for Oscar? the casting do they have podcast awards they must yes they do there are podcast awards yeah that's got to be the most like in like like masturbatory thing ever mm -hmm. where all the awards are they found a way to get seven ad reads in 45 minutes of a podcast wow <laughs> anytime there's an award for any sort of online medium <laughs> I have to just really roll my eyes and it's like what's, what's the criteria exist yeah okay <laughs> I'll take it yeah that's oh, like no, imagine no. getting an award for like the best human of the year goes it's like I have as good of a chance as anyone else but <laughs> no. You nominated you yourself. Yeah, that's it. That's, like, what? What's the criteria? You need to have a YouTube channel. Okay. Well, that's I was like streamies one. There's like a category for best brand integration or something like that. Oh yeah, there's like Samsung. Yeah. Why do you have a category Nike, for ad yeah. sales? Best sellout of the year. It is, it's really interesting that that's they have. That's got to be a sponsored category. I, I'm well, sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's sponsored yeah. by whoever. Best sponsored yeah. category. Sponsored by sponsor. Yeah. 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 Sponsored by the sponsor of the sponsor that's in the sponsored video. <laughs> they sponsor. Didn't, they didn't win. Here's your award. <laughs> it's a Galaxy S10. <laughs> <laughs> I want to We're giving it to Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll see you at the, the Cassies, point? everybody. Yeah, we'll see, yeah, we will see everyone next week. Yes. See you later.